0: Welcome to... Are you done? Sorry, he's drinking his tea. Which I will be in a second as well. I'm an excellent producer, thank you. You're a great producer, I love you. Um, (laughs) Welcome to... Thanks, I love it. What the hell, have you been doing a podcast or not? Has it been a full year? No, it's been over a year. Great, well done guys. That's a whole load of Instagram content down the tubes. Why did you even make a new Instagram account for this whole podcast what was the point nancy oh wait what do you mean you've made two more instagram accounts for other projects in the time since you recorded one of these yeah that's right roll the music here You, how are you?
1: I'm okay, yeah. You're uh, wearing
0: a very fetching ensemble today, would you mind uh, painting a, an audio picture for the listener? Uh,
1: what should I start with?
0: Okay, uh, I think the pants. Uh,
1: okay, yeah. The trousers, I mean. Trousers. The trousers! <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, I'm not sat here in my, in my undercrackers. <laughs> uh, so I'm wearing some blue jogging bottoms which are uh, covered in various geese. Fancy geese. Fancy geese doing various things. A couple of them have hats, I can see one with a bow tie. Yeah, they look good. Um, it was yeah, around delightful.
0: the time of the uh, Untitled Goose Game that uh, goose merch really took off. Um, so these are from some random Instagram company that got into my feed, and uh, yeah, I, I decided that you must have them for Christmas one year, and so you have them. And what, what about the top half, you? What's covering that wonderful? Um, Once
1: again, it is it bod. is attire that you have insisted <laughs> that I buy. I think it wasn't even one that you bought for me. You're welcome. Um, we were in a shop in Hay quite a few years Hay and ago. Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, you know, eight years ago or something like that. And it is a gopher?
0: I think it's a gopher, yeah.
1: Wearing a motocross helmet.
0: And looking with a kind of pensive expression as if he's looking out on the magnificent vista. He's about to yeah. probably ride his motorcycle or motocross bike into a canyon for, for larks. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that.
1: <laughs> Godspeed, little guy. <laughs>
0: um, and what am I wearing, Q? Um, this is this is taken a turn this whole thing.
1: I didn't I didn't realize we'd become the next fashion podcast. Uh, <laughs> no,
0: that's not what I was <laughs> Anyway, yeah, well I'm yeah, okay, fine. Okay, you
1: are wearing a jumper that says Trixie and Katia. Who are Trixie and Katia, you may ask? Queens. They are two drag queens called Brian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think they're the two drag queens.
1: <laughs> yeah, the two drag queens. <laughs> the
0: two. Um from when we went to see Trixie and Katia live in London Wembley last year, I think.
1: Uh, yeah, that's right. Yep, yeah.
0: and um, there was that really drunk guy who kept sitting on people's laps by accident because he oh, thought they were yeah, chairs. Yeah, that was a fun gig.
1: <laughs> yes, it was very um, chaotic, um, in the best way, in the best possible way. And we've
0: both got at least one piece of Trixie merch. Um, and I'm pleased to represent both Queens. Very happy. Yeah, yeah. Um, what we're going to do in this very short episode is talk a little bit about just various catch-up items, would recommends, if you will. Um, What would we recommend? What has been going on? Um, We're recording this in mid-October and the year is 2023, which is a full different year from when we last did one of these. Um, And yeah, I mean, one of the things that I would recommend, I'm going to say, let's start with music, Hugh. I'm going to start with, following on from Katya, one of the wonderful drag queens... One of the two wonderful drag queens. There may be others, I don't know. Um, <laughs> why am I thinking about catcha and music? Why am I wanting to talk about music and influential music acts of the right. I see recent where months? this is going
1: now, yes. There is a
0: I don't know if anyone's heard this song, but I really love it. It's it's kind of a yeah. hidden gem.
1: Well, it's not, it's, the, the artist isn't a hidden gem. I
0: mean, the song's a hidden gem, the yeah. artist's a hidden gem. Who is she? Who is Who she?
1: Who is she? Oh, she's a little known uh, pop songstress. Well, she's from... from the
0: other side of the world, so like yeah, no one really, enough. you know, Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, She's called Kylie Minogue. I don't know if anyone's heard that like heard Kylie of the...
0: Jenner or what? Has she just like stolen uh, her bit? I don't know. It's got too real. We're going to stop now. Um, <laughs> all the trademarking of the name Kylie. That can just go do one. Um. But yeah, so a really lovely moment happened on Twitter, on queer Twitter, especially a short while ago when uh, Padam (laughs) came out and it was incredible because um, I was like what's everyone talking about? This is a made up word. I don't know what you're going on about. What are the memes? I don't understand. And then I heard it and went, oh no. Oh, oh, everyone was right. Oh my God. Why isn't everyone? Why can't I go? Why can't I go 30 seconds without thinking about this this (laughs) track and the visuals and And part of the reason why I care so much about the visuals is because the kind of hot pink, this was pre-Barbie movie being released basically this summer, um, the hot pink outfit that uh, Kylie is wearing in the video and then a very, very good kind of like, I don't want to say apple red, but like it's a very, it's very distinct red.
1: Crimson almost.
0: Crimson. Mm. Crimson. but she's wearing those outfits, and just the way she is moving, the outfits she is wearing, it just instantly made me think that it was Katya who was doing it. And Katya is very different in height to Kylie. <laughs> yeah. Let's just start there. Yeah. Um, but the entire visual, I was just like, "Oh,
1: it's too
0: obvious. It's so good."
1: You weren't the only person who made that. No, connection. of course not. No, of course not. Loads of, of people not. were were tweeting or adding. And uh, there was a hot Katya. padam
0: early summer. It was wonderful.
1: Yeah. And then. We played it at our friend's wedding. <laughs> uh, we well, requested the DJ play it, now, it at now, our now, friend's now. wedding. Back up, back up. Um,
0: so former friend... Well, for- no, 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 no! Current friends. <laughs> okay, current friends, forever friend, uh, former Jack. Former guest. Former guest, yeah. thank you. My word. Anyway, uh, former guest of this podcast, um, Jack, who came on and talked about graphic novels. He and the lovely Charlotte, uh, to give her her full name, um, they got married in spring of this year, just gone. And it was a very wonderful day, really beautiful highlight of the year, one of our highlights of the year. And um, Hugh was working a little bit in a very fun way, um, the kind of way where I get to drink and he doesn't. Um, (laughs) Which is to say that in your day job, obviously, you play functions and parties as a bass player. And um, you were, you know, working with a band to do uh, the, you know, fun, fun dance set at the end of the night. People call it, what, a wedding disco?
1: Uh, a, yeah, just a party set, yeah, like a wedding band kind yeah. of thing, yeah,
0: and uh, a DJ set afterwards. And the party, uh, the the ba- live band bit of the thing went wonderfully. All the right stuff. People really loving it. There was a conga line past the cheese board, as you would hope. Um, and then I had been really ramped up. It was like the week before the wedding when Padam came out. And I was like, Jack, 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 Jack. I know you're quite busy, but um, I think it's really important that we play this song at your at your wedding because maybe not like when you're walking down the aisle, but like at some other point, like it's really important because it's really, really current and it's amazing and it's like the biggest thing in the world right now um and i had been spending all my time on on queer and you know fun twitter basically and was like oh my god it's gonna go off people are gonna love it um so i was like right okay we've got to put it into the dj set with bride and groom's permission um <laughs> just after everyone had had like you know danced their socks off during the uh, live band bit of the evening maybe people were still around um what happened to you what happened
1: uh, so, uh, we encouraged the DJ who was, you know, one of the fellow band members, uh, so had, we had some clout there, um, to play Padam, uh, and it cleared the dance floor <laughs> Second song of the DJ within, set. Within seconds. <laughs> um, it was just you, me, Karine. and our friend Corrine, and uh, Nancy, by this point, it had had a lot of uh, uh, No, I hadn't had that much. But she'd had a fair amount of wine, and she'd reached the sassy stage of her drunken <laughs> Uh, her Sassy drunkenness.
0: Nasty, yeah. She came and,
1: out. Uh, so verbatim said, "This is homophobic."
0: <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm sorry. I, I mean, maybe I did. Anyway, um, <laughs> for no one to be enjoying that song at that moment, I felt I felt awful. I was just like, "Why is the world think, like
1: this?" I think you were just a little <laughs> ahead of the curve. And as no, Kylie's, I was Kylie's on a different recent, planet, man. It uh, wasn't happening. Recent Radio Two live performance shows, people do like that song.
0: That was a great gig. I mean, I didn't go, I just watched it on TV on the Sunday night. It was wonderful. It was interesting to
1: watch. Shout out to our friend uh, Jamie Jamie. Saf, who was, I think that was his first full gig with Kylie. No. Um, But he was playing keys for her. Oh, and and it um, looked
0: great, didn't it? And
1: looked like, uh, well, he said afterwards that he was absolutely bricking it, but he looked like, yeah, he was having a great time. Oh, no,
0: everyone looked amazing. Like, I can't imagine how fun that, that band is to work with and how fun. I mean, I hope it's really fun. Like, I think it's hard work, all of it. Like, I've got a tiny bit of insight into that. Not much. Um, (laughs) But I loved all the dancers. I loved the outfits. I loved the way that it was staged. And just, it felt different. I just loved seeing it. I thought, I mean, uh, chances are I'm probably not going to get to see Kylie in the next, near future or ever. But, oh, man, what what great... Yeah, recommend Kylie Minogue. What year is it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Year of our Lord,
1: 2023.
0: (laughs) The year of our... Kylie, 2023. Okay, (laughs) Anyway, um, so that's music. That's one. Um, There were a couple of other things I wanted to mention in terms of live music and being out and about and, yeah, well, Hugh's job as well, I guess. Um, We've had, I mean, a couple of seasons of like peak gig that Hugh's been working on. Um, He did some stuff last year that I really, really rated and enjoyed with the Ward Thomas group. Uh, Ward Thomas.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Twin Lovely. sisters
1: Catherine and Lizzie. Wonderful. Ward Thomas uh, went on tour with them whilst Catherine was eight months pregnant. Yeah. So that was, um, you know, that there there was some. <laughs>
0: we all have our toes crossed. Yeah. The whole the, time. The, 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 <laughs> there was
1: some, you know. Well, if, if something does go wrong, uh, we'll 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 have to cross that bridge when we come <laughs> we'll to it. We'll do it live. But, but <laughs> thankfully, you know, it all. Uh, when as it should and she's now you know got a bouncy baby boy yeah, um, such a lovely boy lovely boy and um, um,
0: it was a full band gig that you did I saw you guys at the Barbican oh, which was so fun yeah. I, oh I loved I my playing word
1: there. backstage at the Barbican is one of the best places if I've I was, ever been backstage I mean yeah I mean it's it's
0: easy it's, to fall into the trap of saying something was lit and then feeling it, extremely it's, wrong
1: it's a mid-century paradise <laughs> okay okay uh, <laughs> but yeah just like all amazing i, I enjoyed i enjoyed the furniture. gin the gin was great the gin was um, good as well but but just just for vibe because if you've ever you know thinking about like being a muse on tour being a musician on tour you know everyone thinks about backstage being like you know a fun thing a sexy know, place fun sexy place but most of the time it's just boring and just soulless and you know you're in like and sweaty you're in a room full of like dripping pipes or whatever and like, mm. you know, questionable smells and um, a small fridge which can barely fit <laughs> anything in it. This, however, is like... Yeah, backstage at the Barbican is just
0: uh, incredible, incredible. incredible. So, I mean, um, so I don't
1: know why I'm going off on one about this, but it it, it it's really a nice was a highlight. Memory at the me.
0: It's a nice memory.
1: The music was fun as well. You know, which that's always bit, that's always a given.
0: Which bit of it was it? in? Was it the Barbican? Thi- I don't know. Yeah, don't
1: the know. main the main theatre performance theatre. Yeah, 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 because there are smaller stages there. We saw. Talking to the Barbican, yeah, we saw a really good thing there last December. A very December. different stage, actually. Uh, a yeah. uh, very different stage, but yeah, still, you know, since our last episode, um, <laughs> you bought me tickets for this thing as a birthday present and yeah we saw my neighbour Totoro the live show oh it was amazing it, it was, was really cute incredible incredible really really good
0: gave <laughs> myself vertigo though because we got like tickets that were near to the front of like a level but the level yeah. was really high up like the
1: circle or whatever Yeah, it
0: was really high up and yeah. uh felt dizzy most of the time but it was a very very fun show yeah. and we have also managed to get tickets for the next kind of Spirited Away yeah Spirited Away mm. which is well somewhere else but you know
1: we spent yeah like they, they you Know they saw us coming, they've taken all of our money basically. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if if um, hey,
0: we miss out on plenty, it's quite nice <laughs> yeah. to sometimes be like, Oh, we've booked, we've got it in the bank. Yeah. But yeah, if, if
1: the My to Totoro one was anything to go by, this one's going to be absolutely brilliant as well. So yeah, looking forward to that. And hard recommend, hard recommend Studio Ghibli. You know, we're really, <laughs> really like, um, he's
0: holding his head in his hands now. Oh, it's, God. it's good, he's looking really defeated. Oh. Um, so yeah, there was that. Another musical light that i'd like to mention was um hugh had some fun gigs with gabrielle aplin um which i was really excited to be able to come along and see part of during festival season um you guys play Boardmasters, yeah which is so far away from many things new key and cornwall yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. which is beautiful it's on this like area over the cliff tops yeah. um <laughs> loads of very drunk teenagers, and you're like, Ooh. yeah, so, <laughs> and a beach. Ooh.
1: <laughs> if you don't know, Boardmasters basically a little potted history. It started out, um, potted history know, time, ten, twenty years ago. I don't know ex- exactly how long it's been going, but it started out as a very small music festival that was bolted onto a. A surf surfing, competition. A surf competition, yeah. <laughs> because the, the surfing around there is amazing. You know, you're right on the, I think it's two beaches that, uh, yeah, yeah. that you can surf from. And over the years, it's become a mid-sized festival with a big stage and and two or three smaller stages.
0: It was a for proper carnival. There was yeah. like you could just walk anywhere and find something fun and interesting. And like I think honestly, if I was like camping there and I was a teenager, it would be very easy to have no money left.
1: Yeah, very quickly.
0: Yeah. But equally, it didn't have the entirely corporate feel of I think some others.
1: No, no, it's 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 fun. But also, if you're if you're older than say your mid-twenties you will feel very old oh yeah um because it is it is it has become
0: you have to have something fun to yeah do. It,
1: lots of teenagers go there you know straight after their gcse's
0: also like if you're local that is the big thing yeah. Last summer. yeah yeah, like, yeah, it's
1: yeah, huge. yeah yeah um in fact yeah last night i was just doing a gig with the drummer who's from cornwall who's like oh yeah i've never been to Boardmasters, but i've heard about it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah but uh, so, yeah so it's, it's
0: um, I had this incredible experience which was that Hugh went oh well you know if you if you really want to come you can come like we'll just check if there's room in the van for you and I was like the van ooh fun um, <laughs> and I was cut to
1: Nancy bringing all of her crochet with her I didn't bring
0: all of it with me I brought some of it she's <laughs> Louise um, anyway uh, so what happened was you get okay this is this is uh, music outsiders uh, uh, you know getting to learn a bit about music insiders what happens if you're going on tour in London and if you can manage it you kind of have to leave by a motorway and one of the big motorways is the M4 and the Hammersmith Apollo is really near to the M4 so a lot of people park their tour bus or park their short splitter van there and tell everyone, get here, get in the van, you've got to get in the van, you've got to get on the motorway. Um, And for us, that's like, I don't know, three stops away on the tube. So we were like, yay. Um, It's always quite nice for Hugh whenever that happens and I've dropped him off there for stuff before. But this time I got to get in the van and it was amazing. And all of the stuff almost, well, all the stuff fit in and I fit in, which was like, an incredible feat of engineering. Um, Elliot, tour manager of our dreams, complete hero.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely.
0: Explain about Elliot. Who's He's Elliot? He's
1: just one of the most sort of like... Uh, it's one of the real ones. ...hardworking, attention to detail, sort of like cross every T, dot every I. Um, he is
0: thinking on he's several think- levels. He's, thinking he's like- playing 3D chess against motorways, <laughs> hotel chains, and yeah, yeah. festival organizers. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. And like, yeah, house crew, you know. And he's like-
0: picking up the phone and going, Hi, mate. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, stuff's getting done man stuff's getting done he seems like a very nice person to work with as um as a guest he's great
1: to be on the right side of (laughs) but if you're a house crew who is like
0: making it difficult or getting it wrong
1: making it difficult or even saying stuff that is you know oh well yeah off color he is like ruthless and it's great it's great because he's like he
0: upholds standards in music that we want to we want to see he
1: he doesn't want to see any bs of any sort
0: Especially against um, women, I think.
1: No, no, especially not. No, women yeah. in the
0: music industry. Yeah,
1: he's he's an ally. Incredible, yeah.
0: yeah, big fun. And big he, shout out to Elliot, <laughs> <laughs> and he drove a big tour bus. Uh, not very big, but it felt big when it was going around corners. Anyway, um and uh, yeah, got to accompany the the band, the lovely band, some of whom I knew, some of whom I didn't, um, and then yeah, break up the journey and then go on the next day onto the festival site. And yeah, it was just amazing weather, an amazing fun time. Um, obviously, Gabrielle Aplin is a lovely person. Um, insight here into how she approaches, I don't know, performance and and music. She had loads of stuff going on. She's performing at this music festival on like a big daytime kind of stage, like the big main stage. And um, the night before, she's like making herself an outfit out of a pair of curtains. (laughs) And like going, oh yeah, I just put this together. And you're like, you you what? you What? That's incredible. And like just, yeah, it's just, <laughs> I don't think she can turn it off, <laughs> this creativity. Um, but that was lovely to see. And then sort of saw her, her and the band all get ready and then go on the stage. I watched it out from the middle with everyone else. And it was really nice to kind of see, especially lots of young women in the crowd, just having a great time and being like, oh yeah, I love this song. And like, let's properly dance to it and like really cut loose and just especially me I'm like what 35 now heading heading cruising towards 36 and I just remember going to gigs at that age in London at venues that are now defunct have been turned into a crossrail station in some places um and uh just thinking oh my god you can dance around and you can lose yourself and that's what it feels like and this is incredible um you know obviously like I wasn't savvy enough to be able to buy a drink at a bar at 16 absolutely not not me I was useless um And just losing yourself, absolutely throwing yourself around, having a dance or just getting into it. And I just thought... This is wonderful. I love seeing, you know, younger kids kind of getting that experience and having a great time at festival. And then I get to leave and I don't have to camp. That was one of the best bits. Um, Hugh, what happened after you did your amazing set uh, with Gabrielle Aplin? What happened after that? Tell me. Uh,
1: Well, uh, we stayed around to watch uh, a favourite band of both of us called Everything Everything.
0: (sighs) Which was just a real treat, like cherry on the top, because obviously we were there to see, well, Hugh was there to work and I was there to go, Oh, you're working and you're doing a great job, yay. Um, I had a great time Um, but everything everything were on the main stage afterwards and I had no idea how that was going to go because I think they're a brilliant band they've got loads of like absolutely insane hits um, that I really love and they're super weird, musically different to lots of other stuff you're hearing. And I was like, well, I don't know how it's going to go down. Like these are all teenagers who've just done their GCSEs and haven't been out because of COVID for like a few years. Is this what, will they like it? Like, is it a good festival act for them? I, I, I'll I, like it, but what will they say? Hugh, what do you think?
1: Yeah, they're, they're a curious band because they, I mean, in my opinion, they write bangers. <laughs> and you know, there is evidence to back that up. Uh, you know, they get playlisted on Radio 1 quite often. Um, to the, to the confusion extreme bafflement
0: of, <laughs> of Chris Stark back in the day. It was yeah. really funny. I enjoyed that a great deal.
1: Uh,
0: um, <laughs> regret, regret. What's that about? Yeah, What's that about? yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> So yeah, fair enough, that, mate. Fair enough. Very strange lyrics, very weird themes in some of their songs. You know, they've got a song about you know, Raul Moat and yeah, stuff they like do. that, and they've got other songs about you know,
0: apocalypse, um, apocaly-
1: apocalyptic themes. Think, you know. Distant Past which is a song about oh, you know wanting to go back to prehistoric times yeah. and be a monkey man with a sunken chin <laughs> it's um, insane <laughs> the music is so so good it's and persuasive so persuasive AF so danceable oh, man. and so quotable loads that, of know, people
0: of different types were absolutely enjoying it and singing it. along to every everyone word everyone loved yeah. it like, it was it was, it was, so was fantastic um, and they clearly have got this polished festival set down yeah, and like they've yeah, got their cases yeah. with like having been backstage they've got you know their cases with all their stuff in they've got this like white um uniform they used to wear boiler suits i think but now they yeah. weren't doing that they were doing like yeah. um kind of like white suits and jacket, not suits but like yeah white yeah. and like just smashing out a whole set and being like thank you goodbye we're yeah. off to another country bye yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> i was blown away and i i it lived up to the expectations as well sometimes you know i was i was getting excited about seeing them because they're they have i think very gradually become one of my favorite bands
0: because there's just such a back catalog now yeah it's huge uh, absolutely
1: huge and, and each album is just a great sort of journey <laughs> <laughs> and you can dip into it and just be like oh yeah there's this one as well and you know <laughs> what um and then and you
0: and then you google the lyrics Yeah, and you yeah. google what was going on when <laughs> they made that album or that song and you're like oh real Mo, okay fine.
1: yeah 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 okay. um anyway. but <laughs> what was i saying I can't remember. It um, was an amazing fun time. Yeah, I, I, I was like getting very excited about it. And it did live up to the expectations, which is really, really, um, yeah, yeah, such a relief. <laughs>
0: and um, <laughs> I'll always bring it back to this Hugh. you. But when we first started dating, you were like, oh, I don't really like music anymore. <laughs> it's my job. I don't think I like it anymore. And just, yeah, for me as well. Like, you know, I work a nine to five. It was at the end of like a really busy summer period. I got to take a few days off and go and do this with you. And, you know, just, oh man, life really good life yeah. was good
1: yeah it and was, uh, it has pepped me up it's we've pepped a, me ever since we've had a good summer um, yeah. yeah
0: very good fun. and then segueing on to my next topic so we've covered music music done um, I would love to also talk about uh, craft we're going to have Nancy's craft corner craft corner
1: okay I'll, I'll come up with the jingle here
0: well you know you've got one I just sang one for you it's fine <laughs> he's just literally logging it and being like insert jingle <laughs> um <clears throat> Craft corner. Um, Craft corner. Um, I had taken a little, little zip up bag of crochet. I had taken one ball of wool and a couple of hooks, and I was like, right, I'm going to use this time to like practice loads of stuff while we're on the bus, and I'm going down, and it'll like help me feel really relaxed and like not worried about you know being in the van and all the rest of it, like anxiety calming. Because I've really got into crochet. It's been really fun. Um, I can do one crochet type thing at one time and then I stop doing that one. I finish that ball of yarn. I make a big square or a big rectangle and then I put that down and then I might learn how to do a different type of uh, crochet hook manoeuvre. Um, I can't really switch between the two. I can't make a granny square yet, but I'm having fun. So so who's going to stop me? You? No? Uh, uh, you haven't managed it yet. <laughs> you ain't managed it yet i've got a lot of wool anyway so that's been really fun got into that um and there's a lovely lady uh in my local area called kim um who runs a little craft group she's called crafty k21 she's on all instagrams and stuff and i just found her on like a facebook group and she does little craft gatherings where you can learn to crochet with other people all different ages really fun so i need to go and see her again that'd be good um and obviously uh I've had I've long since had a thing for visible mending and doing all those bits. I've kind of um I have got a bit of a nicer craft area set up in the flat now. Um no sewing machine or anything but like you know some stuff that I'm repairing. I've got my my see-through plastic boxes. I also got heavily into um facebook marketplace mid-century modern furniture and i just kept bringing things home or sending hugh to go pick them up um occasionally i would go help
1: what was the most recent thing what was the
0: most recent thing i'm not going to talk about that (laughs) it's not sorted out yet i'm not going to talk about it anyway i've got a really let me just
1: say that we've had to on a short-term basis hire a storage unit
0: yes we have (laughs) and it's going to be fine Whatever I've bought, it will be fine. It was hundred and thirty pounds. It was a real bargain. Seven square meters of, of teak flooring. Parquet. Parquet. Yes. It was great. It was great. Anyway, we'll <laughs> we'll find something to do with it. It'll be fine.
1: We'll do it live.
0: <laughs> and ideally, we won't burn it. Uh that won't be the thing that we do. Anyway, um so I've got a lovely craft set up downstairs. Um but what's also been really cute is um kind of learning from other people. You know, I do my crochet stuff, but um, Charlotte, as in Jack and Charlotte, who you mentioned earlier, um, has been a lovely person to kind of spend time with and like learn a few bits from um, whenever we go over and have a barbecue at their house. And what's been really nice is that um, I'm nowhere near involved in this. Like I am preface all of this um, lovely thing that I'm about to talk about. Um, I do not know how to use a sewing machine. I do not know how to make clothes or cut patterns or do any of that. But um, Charlotte does and lots of her friends, um, her wider social network do. And they have been doing some really cool stuff recently where they've been making um like reusable period pads and period pants period knickers um i'm gonna say it again period um and this is for a charity project um it's called Pasha mama Um, where they kind of work with the free shop in Lebanon. They do a few other things. And basically, it's the idea that you make it available to people to use these reusable and washable period products, period knickers that you can swap stuff in, swap stuff out of, um, period pads that you can clip on to the underwear that you wear. Um... Obviously, if you don't want to use them, that is not your only option. There are other options provided by the charities that work together to provide all of this. Um, But they, you know, work with a pattern. They have poppers that they are, like, using metal cranks to, like 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 just clamp onto things that you can pop them on, pop them off. The whole process is incredible and I just watched them do it for an afternoon and it was exhausting watching them do it. So all of the guys who've been doing that, um, I think they have like a little team that they submit all of these, all of these ready-made um, designs that they've made and packed up and kind of got ready. I think they're called Team Octopads, I'm not sure, but they submit them all to the charity. They've all passed with flying colours and gone like, yep, these are up to standard. Thank you so much. The idea to send us some more. Um, so yeah, whenever you have tabs, Owls that need recycling. That's a use you can put them to. You can put them into these these things. It's very cool, Hugh. I was just sat there going, "Oh wow!" And I was just like crocheting a line back and forth, <laughs> and undoing it again, and being like, "Yeah, Jack, do you need any help with that salad? Because like I can help you make that salad." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of oh, course, cool. so, you know, come over here." Um, but yeah, it's been wonderful to watch those ladies work. It's been really nice. Awesome. Really nice. So, Craft Corner and some recommends for charities you can follow and look into. Um, the world is very bad right now, so um, that's our nod to it. And let's carry on talking about useless a way bluff. A way
1: to sort of help in a, in a small way, yeah.
0: A small way. Um, so, yeah, that's Craft Corner. Craft yeah. Corner. Pew, I'm going to throw to you. This is something that I know you can do off the top of your dome, right? Cat update. I have just re-listened to a little bit of the most recent podcast that is on the feed where we talk about having had Larry and Leo, our adopted cats, for a short while. Yeah, And it is a long time since we adopted them now, like a year and a bit.
1: It is a long time. Okay. How are they doing? They are...
0: I mean, I know them. I do know them. Yeah. I'm just, you know, theatre of the mind.
1: Are, Larry and Leo are flourishing, let's say. Um, so um, there was a bit of a rough time for me over Christmas last year. Um, where I... Christmas twenty twenty
0: twenty twenty
1: two Yeah. Which came with a silver lining. Uh, so basically, I got COVID uh, just before I was about to set off and drive up to spend Christmas with you and your dad yeah. up north. And uh, I was then stranded here on my own in our flat uh, over Christmas until... I don't know, yeah, like the twenty seventh or something like that. Um Which wasn't ideal. Let's put it let's let's put it like that. However, um uh, <laughs> the silver lining was that I was able to bond with Larry and Leo because I was weak. <laughs> and they realised <laughs> they had nothing to be afraid of. <laughs>
0: they, they were getting on very well they with us. They were getting us. on, uh, yeah. But they had their, their dance space and was, we had our dance space, you know. It was very, like- <laughs> very
1: compartmentalised. But I was in bed all day and they were like, hey, this is our space during the day. Oh, I guess we can sit on you. Oh, actually, this is all right. And now, I guess we can
0: steal your food.
1: Yeah. So just to fill you in on the, the, the two weird little guys we have, we've got Larry, who is the bigger of the two, he is like the older brother. We, we, yeah. we feel, um, he is he's got
0: slightly raggedy ears, slightly raggedy bites. ears, and a
1: mournful face, which is just so <laughs> so oh, it just breaks my heart. Um, <laughs> he's a very, he's very happy ha- lad, very handsome, yeah. very handsome, very handsome, very food motivated. We've um, said this already, they yes, know, yeah, okay. Yeah. But you know, uh, you open a packet of food and he is there, you know, like, yeah, he he runs into the kitchen and then he goes, eh. yeah, and he honks at you, yeah, eh. um. He was quicker to sort of, you know, colonise you, colonise yeah. us. See that you know, sitting on us and powering is a good way to get what he wants. <laughs> um, Leo, however, his baby baby brother, um,
0: Leo with the three feet.
1: Yes, so he's got his back left paw is missing, yeah. so he's got like a stumpy leg. But he he is boy, he is fast. He's um, springy. He's, he's springy. really good. over He's high, like Tigger, high speed. basically, um, and he kind of sp- he like boings around the flat. And makes when incredible percussive noises, you know, like <laughs> when he shakes his head.
0: When he shakes his head and his ears flap, it's like a lot of umbrellas like swishing back and forth at yeah. the same time. It's so good.
1: I'll try and get a recording. Wonderful of it. thick noise. Yeah. I love it. Um, the 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 best thing about you know <laughs> spending Christmas here on my own, r- <laughs> riv- r- how was riven, riven, I
0: don't know, <laughs> racked, riddled, racked, riddled, riddled with COVID <laughs> on the rack um, of COVID, <laughs>
1: feeling like. Absolute dirt, yes. Um he decided, Oh I can sit on you and purr and drool and it was um (laughs) a very um
0: Yeah, I came back to some I came back to some odd vibes in the flat. But like all for the better.
1: So now these days they are so confident, both of them. Uh, just this morning, they both, you know, independently of one another, jumped up on the bed and, you know, were very charming. You know, obviously with uh, an ulterior motive to, come on, get off and give us breakfast. But also, you know, yeah, I enjoy being, being here and being, you know... Purring and being tickled under the chin, and
0: they have their phases. They go back and forth in yeah. their interests and their um, confidence with yeah. us and with, you know, um, if we're cleaning the flat or if yeah, we're whenever, having the, whenever the hoovers work on, they they, they, they regress a little. Yes, they do. Yeah. But um, you know, recently they've had a phase of sitting on the windowsill and both staring out of it, which they hadn't ever done together before. It'd always been Leo on his own. So our neighbours have had a lot of joy out of that out uh, of just looking up and seeing them going, oh yeah <laughs> staring. A couple of weird little guys. A <laughs> couple of anyway, weird little anyway, guys. Cat update. Cat update. Um final cat update is uh our previous cat who is called Jem, uh, who sadly died of of old age, um and, and being a legend, um, before we got our two cats. Um, I dug up a a little thing today. Um there's a wonderful artist on uh, Instagram and Twitter called Hey Hey Momo. Um, who does like really cute little cartoons and they said oh I'm open for commissions like do you want me to draw you like a little icon you could use your Twitter picture or whatever and I said oh yeah we'd love one of Gem it could be a little pet portrait but like a little just you know a little something to remember her by and we will share these on the account because they are so amazing and I just sort of suggested oh it could be a bit like this picture and maybe or maybe this one and actually they gave us two which was unexpected. They're really sweet. And they're both absolutely amazing and they really capture how how funny that little goon was. Um, but yeah, re- strong recommend for, for Momo and their art. Really love it. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Okay. Cab update complete. Although we reserve the right to talk about cats at any, any goddamn time we want. <sighs> which brings us to our final section, which is, I'm going to call it as like TV, film, media, you know, stuff that we've liked. Sure. Anything that's not music really, because um, we've already done that. Finn. Um, (laughs) And we're going to start with the obvious one. So this is mid-October. It's it's a very particular time for us because um, we've just finished watching a show that we are both obsessed with and found very overwhelmingly amazing and we couldn't stop talking about it and we're still recommending it to everyone, including you listening right now.
1: Anyone who will listen.
0: Anyone and everyone, and several who won't. Um, and that show is Deadlock, um, which is spelled uh, dead and then L O C H, like uh, you know, Dead Lake. Um, and it's a comedy crime show, as in it's a drama that unfolds over like eight episodes, and it's a murder yeah, it's mystery quite a, quite cop a dark,
1: show. Quite a dark comedy at yeah, times. Yeah, at
0: times. Um, But the comedy writing is incredible because it's written by uh, the two Cates, who are um, fantastic writers and performers from Australia. And it's all about this tiny little town called Deadlock in uh, Tasmania, where a crime goes down. And you've got the local cop, and you've got the outsider cop, and you've got the mystery of what on earth has gone on, why has this murder happened, and then maybe some other murders happen, and then maybe it's a race against time.
1: And it's set against the backdrop of, you know, uh, a community which, uh, you know, for for a long time was a blue-collar... Um, working class working class community and then
0: but with also the history of you know the history um, of, of first Native nations peoples, people yeah.
1: aboriginal people yeah. and also the history of being a penal colony and that's the whole of tasmania yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. it was like a horrible place where the, you know they the, yeah. the settlers did unspeakable things um and then in the last five or so years lo- it's become very gentrified and, <laughs> it's
0: become hippy dippy paradise yeah. for lesbians from sydney yeah
1: yeah yeah who yeah, come yeah. along
0: with their art festival and their <laughs> I'm going to say it, their carrot whacking exhibition. No one knows what that is but it's there's this whole winter festival thing that's unfolding at the same time as all these murders and it's like a constant parade of events on blackboards and like the mayor of the town being like, right I'm excited to tell you about the uh, the, uh, the, the water based cinema event that we're having today uh, where we look at, you know
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> well, where a female artist has uh, put lots of impressionistic shots of her boobs and water and you know, more water and more boobs and it lasts four hours and you know um they they really rib all of those things wonderfully like it just observes a little bit of society and just makes it and pulls it apart very gently and with love you know
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. like
0: it's so good
1: and (laughs) worth noting that the actors who play the four main characters who are the four you see on the promo poster they are all queer people uh which is just a great thing to see yeah i didn't realize that yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) Oh,
0: okay, lovely stuff. And um, all of them really great performers. Gorgeous people, um, yeah. Want to want to hear more about what everyone involved in that show does. There's um, uh, there is a guy as well who's a police officer who's called Sven, who is hilarious. Um, I think a comedian plays him, who we will shout out in the show notes and uh, you know share content. Um, Hugh, what's the what's the? <laughs> um, can you explain what made me laugh a lot? The the meme that I enjoyed to do with deadlock recently.
1: Is it the interview with? Uh, I can't remember her name. I think she's Nina. Um, ne- Nina. But she's
0: an actress who plays um, one of the um, ancillary cops, so not the main partnership, but she's yeah, like she's a. Yeah, she's
1: a constable, yeah. A proto cop. Um. Someone asks her uh, On the red carpet On the red or something, carpet yeah. What makes deadlock so good And she just goes
0: Oh Lesbians <laughs> And she goes into more detail yeah. But it is remixed um, To perfection By yeah. a wonderful meme artist um, Who performs with like uh, A wonderful beat And some music
1: In the we'll background We'll play a clip of it Here What
0: do you think Makes deadlock so special? That is gay You know Lesbians That's the secret ingredient and just lesbians (laughs) oh yes she's right man she's she's so right it's perfect it's a wonderful show i've watched it twice now um which Hugh was like are you okay you watched it all oh no you watched it all in one day you've gone funny you've gone funny and i was like yes yes i have happy to thanks here for it yeah Yeah. (laughs) um so that's deadlock we love deadlock and want more people to see it it is also i've written in my notes here um the word deadlock and then the mathematical symbol which is like a triangle on its side without a bottom that means greater than deadlock is greater than mayor of east town which i also watched at a similar time and has no comedy in it it's not trying to be what deadlock is trying to be Um, But it's one of those big shows that I was like, oh, I'll save that for like when I've got a rainy weekend and I'll watch that amazing crime drama with Kate Winslet where she's like, (laughs) there's like a user on Twitter called Kate Winslet's Vape Coach. (laughs) Because her character vapes so much in that show as like punctuation for everything. Um, Shout out to Kate Winslet's Vape Coach. Um, (laughs) And um, I, I watched it just after I'd watched Deadlock and was like, eh, this ain't it. Like... If It's not deadlock, I'm not happy anymore. Interesting. <laughs> so, unfortunately, we've set a new high watermark
1: yeah, for Nancy's yeah. crime
0: drama consumption. Never mind. Um, Hugh, would you like to mention Ghosts, which oh, yeah. is, of course, absolutely? I
1: mean, it's in its final sh- series. It's probably not groundbreaking to recommend this, but no, um, no. yeah, Ghosts, we all know uh, we like the it. UK series Ghosts,
0: uh, yeah. Um,
1: but- is in its final series. Fifth, think, um, yeah. fifth or sixth, something yeah. like that. And it's just consistently great. You know, like, I've
0: really enjoyed it. It's um, been such a treat. We
1: binged it all over a couple of days because... Because otherwise you'll get it
0: spoiled for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, but you can watch it, you know, as it comes out on, uh, on the television on the BBC, if you're him. old school and uh, have patience, which is a rare thing these days. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> what an idea.
1: But yeah, just... Lovely characters, um, amazing sort of I think semi improvised moments. Um <laughs> and you just know, between you, the ensemble.
0: You are yeah. living with those characters and the comedy comes from the characters
1: and yeah. that's why it's so good.
0: Um And it's
1: just a little beacon of joy. Yeah. Really.
0: We yeah. have enjoyed. And there's still a Christmas special. Yes. And they yeah.
1: do good Christmas specials, that they gang. Do, they they do. really yeah, do. Yeah. Um really kind of like spans all the you know emotions you know bit of a tearjerker at times but just at its heart it's just lovely and really funny
0: and shout out to Amy Maguire.
1: yeah uh, so um Amy is. Uh, she's a pretty big. She does who, a lot for yeah, that show. I'm not sure what her
0: exact job title is. She
1: is production designer. I think is her official title. We'll check. Um, we get it right. But maybe. yeah, so she's basically <laughs> in charge of making the sets look. You know, spot or like on.
0: brings together lots of the elements that other people are working yeah. on. And like, man, and she's the been there the whole this, time. I think.
1: Off the back of this show, she has gone on to other really exciting things, things yeah. which we might not be able yeah. to talk about. So but, yeah, I'm not sure what's actually out there. But yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, she's great. Yeah.
0: Um, And I am going to now recommend, well, actually, Hugh, you you go because you wanted to talk about Libby. Not our friend Libby, (laughs) but the app Libby.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if we've talked about this before, but if if we have, I think it's worth talking about again. Because you have to know. You yeah. have to know people. It's so important. And is it, do you know if this is exclusive to the UK? Uh,
0: I think so. Probably Okay, yeah. yeah. So but there might be other. Sorry versions. if you're an
1: international listener, but to be honest, we do this podcast for the fun of it and uh, we probably don't have <laughs> many <laughs> listeners outside of our social circle. If you are a listener outside of our social circle, Hi. send us an email. I think we've got an email. I
0: don't think we do. No,
1: hun. we do. We do. We've got one for What? Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What?
0: Yeah. We had to. Uh, I don't think we've given it out. Uh,
1: we haven't. Uh, no, actually that's true. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, contact us on Twitter or or, or Instagram or whatever Instagram's and say hello. Better. Um So Why Libby, is this Libby, app this app Libby uh, mm-hmm. is an app where you can for free borrow books like a library. Yeah. And it can be, you know, it's all on an app so it's, you know, reading it on a phone which isn't great. Or, but or you can get audiobooks which bop, bop, bop. Um, Yeah, it's awesome. And it just works with... uh, So you basically have to sign up via your local library, don't you? Yeah,
0: like your local library or your consortium of libraries or like the volunteer that single-handedly supports 15 libraries across three boroughs because Tory Britain, thank you... um, Will have set up a little web page where they go, We are linked to this online provider. So you can borrow ebooks and yeah. audiobooks and you just search it and find out which one it is. I think um, it might be, oh, I don't know if it's Overdrive as well, but like Libby is the name of an app that we use yeah. in this way. And it has been so, so good.
1: And yeah, um, the interesting. Audible th-
0: is not cheap.
1: No. And also, you're giving money to, um, you know, Amazon. You're and a Prime and member, Jeff Bezos. Up. I know, I know, but it's just yet another thing in this I know. sort of like anyway, monopoly. Um, speaking
0: about the positive. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Yes, because the name of this podcast. Thanks. Uh, I love it. Uh, so,
0: so you've listened to some amazing audiobooks.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of Terry Pratchett ones. Um, I've really enjoyed as well the Philip Pullman, <gasps> uh, His Dark Materials. Now, uh, I didn't enjoy
0: that so much. I love the books. Yeah. Um, Big fan of those. However, (laughs) what we would love to do is listen to a bit of an audio book kind of as we're going to sleep. So Terry Pratchett books, Discworld, whatever. Like you can kind of go, right, I'm going to set it for 15 minutes. I'm going to drop off and listen to some of this, I'm gonna yeah. rewind the next morning. My automatic timer on my, my sleep function on my phone yeah. tells me that I've only listened to fifteen minutes and I've missed a bit, but I can go back and get it. That's yeah. fine. However, when it's a cast production where it's like, oh Philly Paul reading out <laughs> bits of his book and then, and then actors doing, doing dialogue, the lines. Yeah. It's not good <laughs>
1: because it's not it's not conducive to, to falling asleep Because
0: no. you're drifting off to sleep and there's the voice of what appears to be a preteen Lyra going, yeah, I don't want to throw that mud at that. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God, shut up. What are you okay. high-pitched huh, well, h- adult pretending to be a child? I F had a few off. long
1: journeys where, where those audiobooks came in handy for, you know... Uh, keeping me occupied during those long journeys yeah. Um, and yeah they're really really good uh, also there is some great non-fiction on there as well um, so Adam Buxton's uh, Ramble oh, book yeah don't listen fantastic. to that if you're
0: if you're in a bit of a dip like it's quite a fun book but yeah. then also
1: yeah there's a, a lot of there's a lot of stuff about um, <laughs> it's the backdrop
0: of him losing both his parents yeah to old age and illness yeah and like it is a very he did a really good job I would say um, of, of blending all those things together yes um, and he read it out which made it you know, very yeah, personal. and
1: and if you're a fan of his podcast, it's basically an extension of that with some with some. But he does
0: something different with it. Yeah, so.
1: something different with it, and it's a lot more about well his done, life. Bucky and, yeah, a bit yeah. more scripted, obviously, because you know book book.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Hugh's very tired, and he probably needs some dinner. I I know you will. <laughs> yep, staring at the floor now. Anyway, yep. so which brings us to our final item, which is. I'm going to talk about a musical, which I really enjoyed and I had wanted to see live and never got round to. Um, I've never listened to the cast recording or anything because I didn't really want to spoil it. Um, I've still not seen Hamilton. It probably might not ever happen now, um, unless there's a ticket for 20 quid at some point. Um, but, you know, it's it's everywhere. People have seen Hamilton. The, the musical I'm talking about is Heather's. It's so good, man. It's so good. I'm not a big musicals person. I adore Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, I liked uh, the one about Mormons.
1: Uh, Book of Mormon, yeah.
0: Yeah, that very famous musical mm, that I mm. just didn't remember the title of. Um, Really great. Um, And, you know, I've got a playlist which is, like, songs from those shows and that that TV show. Um, And Heather's, man, they did something incredible there. Like, it is a really interesting film that they've based the musical on. I love the film. Um, Take it or leave it, depending on what you can cope with watching, because it's a really interesting, like, part of film history that you've got this teen comedy drama, which is about... Suicides and faked suicides and murder and, um, well, you know, like violence at schools of the worst kind. Um, but it's based around, you know, the popular girls are the Heathers and there's a Veronica who's a, our main character who's like on the outside of it
1: all. You can tell as well it was made sort of pre-Columbine and all yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and it's, you know, there are parts of it that are completely iconic and, you know, words that you would never say aloud, you know, without quoting from the film these it's days. <laughs> like a precursor
1: to Mean Girls really, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but like, yeah, it's... um. Oh, I could, fine. I'm going to get distracted and try and write a dissertation about those two films now. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, but it, like, the way they've pulled this together is so incredible. I am um, anyone who's a musical head is like, oh my god, we know Sharp. But um, you know, I'd say as a non-musical head, that's why I'd class myself as coming to it. I adored it. It's <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> so god damn it funding that I jerk know, know. anyway um, as is Deadlock so damn it anyway um,
1: <sighs> necessary evil at this point
0: <gasps> Deadlock's so good anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> Heathers the musical is on there it's a recorded version of their London show and god damn it's incredible um, I would say that the cast recording that's on Spotify that you can listen to has got I think the original uh, West End cast so it's got different it's got a different Veronica it's got a different uh Uh, Main main man in it. Um, Is
1: it a show that was written for the West End? I don't know. Or did it start on Broadway? For example,
0: don't know. Either either way, it feels it feels like it was a a real staple on the West End for a long time. Mm. Uh, I obviously missed that. Never mind. But um, damn, those are good songs, and they all hang together exceptionally well. Listen to the full. Well, I listened to my favourite bits of the cast recording walking around Brockwell Park this morning. It was great. And then that brings us to final, final, final point, which is I am a person who likes to sit down. I enjoy sitting down and lying down and napping and relaxing and having a blanket. I enjoy those things so, so much. And that is my, it's core cool to my personality. It's who I am. Um, I'm a sedentary gal. You. You can enjoy the finer things of sitting every once in a while, but that's not your character really, is it?
1: No, I've got very very much the sort of like, if I sit still for more than like an hour, I start to, and I think it's probably from being, you know, a self-employed person who I don't, you know, my my work isn't compartmentalised. I kind of have to always be switched on.
0: Or thinking about the next step. Thinking
1: about the next thing. So I get restless very easily or need to do something like, go for a run you're in touch whatever. with your body
0: you know yeah. what you know what living as a human being should entail and it's not sitting down at a desk for 19 hours a day
1: by the way cat chat again well, we, i feel like our two cats uh, kind of share both sides of these this uh larry is similar to to your you know he, he's, he's larry much, bentley
0: yeah he, he his, wants to he's got my day. surname
1: leo will sit still for a bit but then spring, literally yeah. spring off whatever he's sitting and decide, no, this, oh, I've, got, I've, got to, I've got to run around. Parkour! Yeah, he's got to do some parkour. Um,
0: and we will share his latest exploit of clambering up over ooh, the yeah. chest of drawers on our socials because it's incredible. Increable. Um <laughs> But lately, I've found a little bit of joy this autumn um, in doing some good things movement-wise. Um you know, it's something that I think I need to do for health reasons that are private and I won't talk about right now. But um, movement, being more in touch with my body, knowing what's going on with it, living my life and maybe not having my head fall clean off my neck at the age of 42. Which it will do if I just turn my head too quickly. I'm pretty sure that w- that's what will happen. I will have no mobility whatsoever at that stage. Um, and that is a hard kind of a journey for me because... A lot of time has been spent by me and lots of other people uh, in recent years trying to just be body positive, by which I mean just existing in your body and maybe thinking it's no one else's goddamn business what your body looks like and maybe you're allowed to be happy, you're allowed to be fat, you're allowed to be whatever you are, you know, and exist in the world and maybe everyone else shouldn't chat about it. Maybe they should all just mind their business and you should be able to wear those shorts Wear that bikini. Exist. Not shave your legs. Whatever you want to do, just exist. And there are multiple overlapping pressures, depending on who you are, you know, your your race, your background, all these different things which make lots of elements of that really hard. And yeah, everyone's fighting a little battle there, I think, with themselves. By and large. Even if someone is conventionally attractive, let's say, I think it's probably living with a body is an interesting thing these days when the world is set up to make you want to buy six more things to make yourself look different and be better and you know appear how people want you to appear or how you think you should appear or you know whatever um so trying to move a bit more and exercise a bit and have a slightly different lifestyle that involves like you know getting my heart rate up every once in a while and not just kind of slumping at my desk and then slumping on my sofa, you know, all day because I have a desk job. Um, that's been really interesting and certainly something that I've had to grapple a bit with mentally to kind of get around because I want both things. I want to feel good about how I look, how I exist. I want to be a size whatever, you know, and be a happy size whatever and wear clothes that I love and not be, you know, stopping myself doing the things I want to do. Um, just because people think that you shouldn't be fat or whatever. Because the world does hate fat people. Let's just state that very clearly. Like, uh, the world does. Uh, It is not set up in a way to support you, um, you know, being even a little bit fat. There are all sorts of things that very well meaning people think or say or don't really understand or feel negatively about towards themselves and their own bodies and then put that on you when you talk about X, Y or Z. Mind your business, basically. Everyone's on their own little thing. Like, so... Put that all before what I'm about to say. I've enjoyed going swimming. I go like two or three times a week. And I went swimming in an open air, cold water pool today, which nearly killed me, I swear to God. Um, but I went to Brock El Lido and swam a bit. I don't know, I wasn't counting, like how many lengths. But it's an unheated open water pool, which um, I was like, oh no, can't do this. Open water's overstating it. It's not a pond, mm, guys. It's a real pool. No, there are... It's a pool, yeah. 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 <laughs> there are tiles, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but Hugh was going off to play footy with with mates in South London and I was like, oh, I want to go for a swim, but like the open air one near us that's heated, like, oh, they, they've got crappy timings and they don't ever, you know... Um Oh, like you can only go there in the mornings for some annoying reason because staffing or whatever, like invest in open air pools, please. Um, <laughs> so I was like, I know, I'll try this one that lots of people I know have gone to and enjoyed and, you know, people who do triathlons, train there and all sorts. Um, and I thought, you know, I've got my I've got my fitness like somewhere there hasn't been ever and I'm not fit by any stretch of, um, you know, the imagination, although I am, you know, fit, like, yeah, I'm fit, right? Hot wife. Yeah, thanks. Um, but, like, I did all that, you know, stuff and I enjoyed going swimming and, you know, had a nice speedo swimming costume that fits and feels good and, you know, obviously don't look like a model in it, but I do look like me and I feel good. So... Doing all of that and getting into this pool, which felt absolutely freezing, and turned my legs proper salmon pink <laughs> as soon as I got in it. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I got in and I got out again. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing this. It's not going up past my waist, guys. It's not happening. And then I was like looking around, being like, so I've paid eight pounds. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, not go in? Mm. Um, and they've got a lovely little pizza um, and coffee place that is like in the lido that you can get to. Like and you can order pizza from while you're sat next to the Lido it, or you can sit in the little cafe and eat your pizza separately. Um, And I was like, I could smell the pizza and I was like, well, I could just sit there and get a pizza and wait for Hugh. But I have got my swimming costume on, so I might as well try, even if it's like the worst thing ever. It is a very sunny, bright day, by the way, in London. It's like gorgeous weather, but crispy. Yeah, Crucially, think, it is properly crispy. I think it's, it's autumn now.
1: The first time in a... In a since, you know, uh, the summer where the, the temperature has gone down considerably. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. sub 10 degrees. It's, it's
0: what it should be in In October, in, in
1: October yeah. 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 yeah.
0: But also sunny. Um, <laughs> and I'm pleased to say I did it. I I got in there. I swam two lengths with my arms and my legs completely burning with my head out of the water. Like, burning from cold is yeah. how it felt. Yeah. Um, And my head out of the water because if I put my head under the water, my skull burned and that didn't feel right Not at all. I got brain freeze from the outside of my head in. That's not right. Um... (laughs) <laughs> and I did those lengths and went, OK, right, I'm here. I'm doing it. That's fine. And then realised that my armpits felt like they had deep heat smeared all over them, like they were just on fire. And I, it's this weirdest sensation I've ever had. Um, <laughs> but did that and then was like, OK, well, maybe if this carries on, I, if my armpit thing keeps happening, maybe I'll get out. But um, kept going and then broke through to the point where I was like, oh, this feels so good. I don't feel cold in my body because I've adjusted to the water. I actually I'm flying back and forth now I'm loving it um it was a nice vibe nice people and I could see people who were getting in and out well <laughs> basically getting in and out of the pool going oh I've just got here and it's too cold and I can't do it and I'm not putting my whole body in and I was like oh that was me 10 minutes ago that's so cool like I I could do this I'm going to keep going and like I could see them you know coping with it or not coping with it and we were all just trying you know we were just trying and it was fine Um, And I actually had a really enjoyable swim. I'd built up, you know, enough kind of swimming ability over the past like month and a half or so to the point where I was like, oh, no, I do have... Some level of fitness This is nice Like I don't have to You know Count laps I don't have a smartwatch on Telling me how much I've done I've just done it I'm enjoying it And I can smell pizza Every time my head Comes above water I can smell pizza And I'm going to eat that pizza And it was great And Hugh came along And I texted him From like Heading into the showers And was like I am going to be insufferable I am on one Like (laughs)
1: Listener uh, She she was No No (laughs)
0: She was, though. Nah, um, because I just felt I felt dopamine from having done exercise, which I've never felt. I have run and hated it. That is all I've ever felt. I've never felt dopamine from exercise once in my life. Yeah. It has never... There's been, like, the hint of it, maybe, but it was it was um, the hidden ingredient of life. And I understand why people exercise now. I, I doubt I will ever get that feeling from running just because I hate that kind of exercise. It just doesn't suit me.
1: I think the key takeaway for for anyone trying to get into exercise or well, like finding, trying to just
0: do something and try it
1: yeah is finding the form because
0: honestly hun get into exercise makes me want to like die and makes yeah. me not want to yeah do it yeah saying phrasing like, it like that it's not your fault but like that's but, my but history fi-
1: finding the thing that works for you yeah is the, is the important thing here
0: and it really, like, it has made me feel so much nicer. Like, I can come out of work and go for an evening swim once in a while. And I will feel that my... I'll get in the water and go, right, okay, let's try and do a little bit of moving. And I will feel that something is wrong and that my body has been tensed up all day. And I don't observe that. I don't note it. I don't do yoga when I get home. I don't go, right, what's what's the body doing? Where are we? Like, I've got no, I've got no concept of that or haven't had it before. Um, so I think... Yeah, you know, we're, we're all getting a bit older. It's good to make sure that you kind of know where you are. I make no claims to be an exercise person now. I really am not. Um,
1: <laughs> but just, you're enjoying the moment.
0: I'm enjoying the moment. It's nice. Um, who knows when the clocks change, if I will feel anything like this at all. But for now, it's giving. It's giving. Okay. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so this has been our short round up, our short update. Our um, would-recommend chat. Um Hugh, we've got a pretty damn good trailer to play now. Although we although we don't have a literal trailer. But I'm like, I would like to trail something that is incredible. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we've been sitting on a uh, little chat that we had well over a year ago. I With think a very June, special person. Yeah, June 2022.
0: Um <laughs> That's too long ago. Hugh, it's so rude. This person thinks that he's broken the podcast. Probably no, he's like, "Guys, I, you haven't played it out. Like, so, what's wrong with you?" Like, and he has. He has put out yeah. about fifty billion episodes yeah, of his yeah. podcast. So, since then,
1: we we recorded a lovely chat with um, our friend Rob Cope, who hosts the Rob, Jazz Podcast. Rob, the Jazz f- Podcast.
0: F- Rob f- f- Cope. Yeah, the uh, Jazz Podcast. Yeah. Rob Rob. F-
1: And um, we both went on his podcast. Uh, you know, uh, months ago, well, (laughs) around yeah, (laughs) May or June of of last year. And it was mostly to to interview, yeah, you know, talk to me about, you know, we 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 play life as a
0: working musician, life as
1: a working musician, and stuff like that, and yeah, talk talk about that. But because Rob plays, what does he play? He's a saxophonist. Yeah. A lovely saxophonist. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we did uh, we did a sort of trade off, you know, of podcast episodes. And we, we did we a French we lived...
0: exchange, except that it was a podcast. We exchange. haven't lived
1: up to our end of the bargain. Um, it's like yet. signing up
0: for the French exchange and then going. Oh, no, actually, my house is. I don't um, want to
1: go to no, Larafe.
0: No, no, no. I did want to go, but no, I don't want you to come to my house. Yeah, actually. yeah, actually, uh. that's the point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I had a
1: very nice trip, and uh, thank you. Bye. Um, <laughs>
0: Um, But it was such a wonderful chat because um, Rob is a man of many interests and passions. Um, You know, chiefly, he is a wonderful musician. He uh, has his own jazz podcast with Tara Minton. That is a really lovely collaborative project that they put together. Um, And it puts out the content. It is is on fire.
1: He's had some stellar guests on, yeah yeah,
0: some incredible guests and he is a man of cats he is a man of family he has a, a daughter yeah um, who may join us for parts of that podcast I can't remember
1: yeah yeah um, but yeah so we had a chat not about music actually but, but about, about one
0: of his passions
1: one of his passions which is space and he, yeah, is a fount of of knowledge about all kinds of things. And um, yeah, I'm really, really excited, excited to, to
0: listen to it again yeah, because it again and, I will and, learn some stuff. I was like just going, oh, this is amazing. Like, yeah. well, I was just chatting to him. But this time, I promise I'm going to retain <laughs> He's, some information. He sent Rob. over
1: a massive word cloud of every single like, sort of thing. We this is my about. prep, guys. Yeah. Like,
0: this is yeah. what I'm thinking. Um,
1: um, but yeah, his, his interests have kind of crossed over. He's written uh, albums about space and I think even, you know, named songs after, you know, various astral bodies and that kind of thing yeah he's, <laughs> mm, he's um, astral bodies uh, oh no
0: it's getting sexy oh dear. okay, okay. right shut it down shut it down okay. <laughs> um so really excited to bring you that episode really soon um as you know as as long as i can keep making q cups of tea and he can keep editing so uh it's all with you Han.
1: because this is a hobby and i've been too busy
0: he's been working um so yeah i better go and make dinner so that you can edit this put some bleeps over the swears i just did many and frequent. Um, Salty. Uh, Although I didn't drop the worst ones. That's another content note, actually. Deadlock has got so many C-bombs in it that it really changes your outlook on the world and makes you want to say it all the time, so that can be fine. But remember, you're not Australian. You can't get away with it as a term of endearment. No,
1: no. uh, Yeah, yeah, so...
0: You you might work in a professional environment or with children or with people you need to be professional in front of.
1: If you're if you're unaccustomed, Australian sort of parlance and slang is the the big one. The big swear yeah. is used as a term of endearment and also as a as an insult. Depends it, how you it say depends it, Depends on context. Yeah. Anyway. So if you're not used to that, it's it's quite it's quite a thing to get um, to get come around to. But yeah, we really enjoyed it. But we need to be aware in. Every everyday life that not everyone is on the same page as us
0: and hasn't just watched a lot of australians wearing yeah. anyway also
1: australians oh auntie donna auntie donna yeah
0: um <laughs> they came
1: on tour and we saw them in hammersmith's uh, apollo a couple of weeks ago and it was fucking awesome
0: <laughs> oh he's sworn he's gonna have to bleep that oh, himself no. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> um, they but, were incredible yeah. um also man I'm like, oh, okay. I hope I hope this doesn't go wrong. Um, the Auntie Donna fan base is so weird. Yeah. Because it's like comedy heads. Like, I'd say that's us, right? Yeah. And but- then Instagram and YouTube fans. Many in Legion, different groups, different crossover groups. But I think YouTube is how a lot of people found them and how they became really successful. Yeah. And then they got a Netflix show and then that they got kind of broadened it a bit more. Yeah, yeah,
1: And then they got big in America <laughs> off the back but of that. But, like, yeah. their
0: merch is off off the charts like they've got so much merch all yeah. different types um, they've got just like t-shirts that are white t-shirts with like one of their names on it Broden. Yeah. <laughs> Um and like we went to that Hammersmith Apollo show and it was it was a very old cross section of people who like to uh, jeer at comedy yeah. shows and yeah. get involved yeah. um, not me couldn't be me um, and people who might throw beer at other gigs um, more power to you we all have fun and then, you know, lots of other people. Including some very nervous nervous men in front of us who I accidentally spilled a little bit of beer <laughs> on you were one of them.
1: Down. I was <laughs> doing my
0: best. The cups of the Hammersmith Apollo oh, are awful. so dumb. The,
1: those big those big ones with, uh, it's like with a, a measuring job. Oh, but and yeah, you have they're, to pay for the cup. Very oh badly my god. Designed, yeah. At least
0: make it a good cup, guys. Anyway, um, so I accidentally, um, as a plus size woman, was trying to get into a fold down seat with a bag, with a coat, with two cups of beer. Not for me, one each. Thank you very much. We were living a, a a kind of chill lifestyle that evening I have to say um, and like I spilled a tiny bit of beer down sadly the back of someone's shirt who was sat in front of me and their seat and I said oh my gosh I'm so sorry I got you there I didn't mean to here let me give you some tissues and stuff and the guy who I did it to did not turn around once he just sort of stared ahead the entire time yeah. going like oh dear oh dear but the guy he was with who might have been his partner or whatever was just like oh, oh, and like really just going like have you got more tissues I need more tissues it's soaked into the back of the chair and now it's there and, and I was like this doesn't bode well for you have you seen the guys in the bar if you're this nervous about this situation with me being so nice and like uh yeah look at how i'm digging myself out of this by digging myself further in guys you
1: know (laughs) however they've entered about it you know we're we're the subject of a very sort of like angry you know group text or something or a sub tweet or or an instagram or something and that's fine
0: oh oh you think that they've come they've gone this woman, yeah. this On a Facebook woman. group,
1: they went, oh, this, this woman who... Spoiled, spoiled my yeah. evening. Yeah.
0: Spoiled my week, frankly, which yeah. I never would want to do. No. Um, but, but it happens, doesn't it? It and, probably you know, didn't get better yeah. because the support act was Helen. and... Bauer. Oh my God. She came on. I didn't realize it was going to be a support act, but we sat down. And you
1: didn't realize it was going to be her. And she's I didn't one of your favorites. It be her.
0: She's an absolute favorite, babe. Um, I have been converted fully to Trusty Hogs, and I am not going to go into Trusty Hogs now. It's a podcast, it's a movement, it's a lifestyle. Um, Helen Bauer and Catherine Bohart present it. I'm going to talk about that next time as my strong recommend because it has to happen. Yeah. It is so important uh hogs for life anyway helen bows was on i was whooping and screaming being like oh my god it's amazing surprise helen ah. um and yeah that probably didn't endear those people <laughs> to me that much either <laughs> so yeah um maybe let's not go out for a while let's just stay in because i might just embarrass us
1: Nah, no nah, it's all good all right it's just take part, me out. It's part of the rich fabric of life and you know these things happen uh, and maybe sometimes... i make
0: london better by being in it who knew
1: yeah Anyway, mm. anyway. Uh, I'm the
0: secret sauce, guys. Um, all right, we love you. Bye. Bye. See you guys next time. Doo, 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 Hopefully, doo. not too long to the next doo, one. Doo, 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 doo. Please play the music, otherwise, okay. that's going <laughs> to sound awful. <Yeah. laughs> bye.